Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. <laughs> Like, where's the line? Yeah. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan, Rusty Nixon, and Jason LaFou. Light Me at Five. <sighs> so we're, we're working out our hand signal system here. And I think you got it. I saw it. It was... See? Very visible. He flipped his middle finger at me. <laughs> no, I didn't. Don't give them the wrong idea he about me. It. He, he did like, that. He, he did that. Like, little, you with uh, the index finger. Oh, there he is again. He did it again. Uh, Hostile. Hostile. <sighs> you know what you need? An edible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you talked me into it. So we, we were talking edibles uh, before this thing kicked off. And um, uh, you were saying, Russell, that you don't care for it but yeah. you don't know your dose no at this point you know and that's the thing about them to me is everybody talks about how they're saying well it doesn't work don't well it does you're just sitting there for 10 15 minutes but it's not what i like about smoking is that that slow build up to where you know you're where you're at with edibles it's like <laughs> you're stoned I mean, instantly. It hits, it's it hits. everything yeah, at once. It's an hour and ten minutes in, and, but it's, and you're wondering if you should eat another yeah, one. But it's everything at one time. There's no, oh, I'm starting to feel it. It's like, you're done. you know. And I'm like, I eh, don't know if I like this. Yeah. How's your feelings <laughs> on Jason? Yeah, I don't. They don't really work for me. They're I real mean. subtle. If you're, a, if you're an everyday smoker, yeah. they are real low-key. Yeah, it's, okay. it just seems like... Um, I don't even like taking them because some other people enjoy them, and to me, it just seems like a waste. Yeah, it's like just this really expensive candy for no. Reason. <laughs> like, I could just eat it's gummy never, bears. Well, and it's never smoke good. It's good. always a really thick gummy that's not that good. But uh, I don't know. Like, it, I think it's a subtle. I think it's a different kind of thing. It's subtle. Uh, you know, eating an edible before you get on a flight, I think, could totally replace you know having that drink before you get on a flight. Oh yeah, uh, a little more relaxed. I could nap. I could just put in some headphones and kind of space off. But I do think they they do lack something. Um, where like I'll take them, and then if I don't smoke anything, I will continue to take the edibles, like trying to get that thing out of them that, that you can't get without smoking. <laughs> so I'll be up to like sixty, eighty milligrams, and I'll be like still not feeling it and then whoever i ate 80 milligrams with is passed out and thrown up and <laughs> screaming on the floor and i'm like i just don't feel enough so i do have that problem too like, yeah, like screaming on the floor what kind of no it's a, like it's kind of an inside joke like tom segura uh joey diaz uh, uh tricked tom segura into taking a 100 milligram gummy told him it was a 20 milligram gummy and then they jumped on a private plane to fly out to some gig, and Tom Segura said it was just a nightmarish trip for him. <laughs> and a hundred milligram edibles to me are—they, I feel like I'm—I haven't taken anything. Right, like like it, they're real subtle. It's like I smoked a little while ago, and it's kind of yeah, it's kind of dropped. Yeah. Now, mind you, if if they're a high milligram like that, and then I smoke anything, I get that immediately. There is no fifteen minute wait. Like I'm like, yeah. No, you were saying you were saying you you feel like you're more creative. 
I do. I, I maybe it's just because I sit down. Yeah. <laughs> and sit I'm just saying, like I sit still and I start working on it. Like that's my problem. Like I was anally writing everything that I came up with, and I've I I I was getting berated uh, by my significant other the other day because I've over the course of quarantine I've done 15 or 20 minutes new material, and I haven't written any of it down. <laughs> And then I was forgetting jokes that I had told. And they were really solid ones that I want to keep. And uh, so I was, she was reminding me of all the bits that I wrote about her. And I had forgotten a few. And she was very upset about those. So you need to write those down right now. <laughs> Does she like it when you talk about her? Yeah, she loves it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like Brian had a thing. We did it like a little. Brian has a bit he was wanting to do. But I had, I, and it, what's funny is there's truth to it. That I change people's names. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't think it was that strange, but the way Brian reacted, the way you just reacted, <laughs> seems like it is. So, like, like Leland will bring a buddy home. My son will bring a friend home, and he'll be like, "Hey, this is Craig," and I'll be like, "I won't remember Craig. You're Nathan." And then I just oh. call him Nathan. Yeah, that is that oh, is right. what. Well, no. no, the psycho part is. Oh, what what's what's Dean's oh, no. girlfriend's name? Oh, no, no. What's, what's her thing? What's her name, Rusty? Uh, Dean. No, 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 Nathan. <laughs> no, 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 Andy. Out of yeah. out of Cassie. Well, Dean well. doesn't like to call her Cassie because that's his ex-wife's name. Okay. So Dean Listen. says your all name's right. Andy now, right. right? That makes that makes perfect. No, 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 no. Sense. Here's where it goes off the rails. <laughs> What's Dean's real name? It's Andy, isn't it? It's Andy. <laughs> so he told his girlfriend, I don't like your name. You're assuming my name now. No. <laughs> this is not how this went down. The closest thing you can get to make in love with yourself? Is that what you're doing here? See, this didn't seem weird to me. <laughs> so this is all pointed out. Now, yeah, yeah. I, okay, uh, let's start from the beginning. I got Dean but from a cokehead that was like 15 years older than us that one day was asking my buddies, where's Dean at? And they were like, uh... Eventually, they were like, who the hell are you talking about, man? And he goes, he drives a Bronco. He's really funny. Dean. And they go, you mean Drew? Because they called me. They called me. An and my name is Andrew. And they would call me Drew. He goes, oh, well, he looks like a Dean. And everyone thought that was so funny that from there on out, everyone called me Dean. And it used to piss me off. And I'd be like, my name's not Dean. But by my senior year, my teachers called me Dean. If my parents called the school, they were like, we need to talk to Dean. <laughs> like, there was no fighting it. So I just learned to embrace it. And apparently, I, I push that hurt onto others now. And yeah, I no rename way. them. And like, the funny thing is that kids I rename are that name at school now. And now, I didn't know that I had that kind of power. <laughs> That I could rename like for their whole social group. Now I now I'm having fun with it. But when I was dating her, I I couldn't my ex wife's name is Cassandra. So her name's Cassie. And I was just like, I got it. what's your middle name? And she said, Andrea. Oh now that's kind of spooky, actually. <laughs> No, no, that's a that's a that's a hippie parent is what that is. Who, what, what do you want to name her, Bill? Uh, how about Cassandra? No, I don't like that. That the man. That sounds like a man. Let's do Cassie Andra. Nobody, yeah. 
And I, and I vomited every time I would say it. And I was like, you know what? Let's call you Andy as a variation of her that's my name. That's my name. And if there's any doubt who has the power in the relationship, just remember what your name is and now. She, and she looks at me and she's like, uh, okay. And I go, let me ask you this. I said, her. I said, what if, what if you? My name was Sean. That's her ex-husband's okay, name. Yeah. And she went, Oh, you can call me whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and I was like, Exactly, man. Like, there's a vomit thing that's that's introduced. I just didn't think it was all that weird. And then Brian points it out, and he goes, ah, da da da. And I was like, Yeah, well. And I told him, you know, I was like, Well, her name's Cassie Andra. Like, who the fuck? I don't know. I asked her. You know what she said? She told me what her name was. You know what I said? I go, why? <laughs> it just it popped right out. And she goes, she looked at me and went, uh, I don't know. And she texted her mom and was like, why am I named Cassie Andrew? I'm like, did you just find this out? Like, how did you not know that was strange? <laughs> question it so then Brian, well, my real name is rusty what's what that's kind of weird it is well i never said you weren't weird oh well and then and then and then brian was like well dean's not your name is it and i was like well no and then i don't know how it came up of me changing the kids names but yes i changed my my that way i remember them <laughs> you wouldn't remember it they eat at your table they t- yeah they, they t- ask for money from you how could you not remember them? He, he's got a buddy that's named corbin which is corvin which my older other son's name is corbin so right. you can see how i couldn't allow that right it's so confusing if i'm like he corbin, can't allow it <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 i need to learn people's names i'm not doing that Every time I said one, the other kid said what? And I was like, that's it. You're Odin. And he's Odin now. <coughs> Odin. That's Thor's father, yes. <laughs> that's what they call him in school. Too. So he well, they did. He moved. I am Odin. You will, do, you will bow before me. Yeah, like Odin. He was pretty happy about it. He was a real short kid. <laughs> he needed something to prop him up. Maybe he went to a new school, though, and now he doesn't have that kind of flavor. You know, they probably call him Nancy. His now. first day, he's like, You guys know I'm named after a god, right? <laughs> Do you not know who I am? Uh, how do you get a name like that? Well, you journey to a point where you see the Sage of Marshall County. When you give birth to other gods, maybe, maybe you'll figure it out. Maybe you'll understand. You should try these edibles. These will get you one step closer to Olympia. You will become a god. A great gleaming god. So, yeah, I didn't think... I didn't think... um, You know, I'm learning all kinds of things about myself. Like, for instance, uh, I was looking at... (laughs) I was looking through my contact information, and um, this is... Hopefully, uh, my mom won't be tuning in for this show. Uh, I was looking through my contact information, and my dad's name in my phone was Dad, and my mom's name was Marilyn Bloop. Uh, okay. What are are you telling us psychologically? I don't know. That's what I'm saying, because my daughter was feuding with her mom, and then um, she said... I said, what's the fight over? And she goes, well, she found out what I call her on the phone. 
like what her name is in my phone. And I, what's the name? And she said, birth giver. <laughs> that's that's kind of bitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a deserved title. That's the only title that uh, she's earned. Is that a is that a DNA trait in your family? Because you're pretty bitter too. So uh, I don't, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. I never thought of myself as bitter, but here I am, just snatching kids up, being like, "You are now Nancy. You're you're just becoming the poster child for bitter to me. Just really, really." Brian hard. Brian thinks I'm in the early stages of a cult ownership, which what? you know, <laughs> the rename cult. Is that what it's going to it go- starts. I, I break your identity down. Right. You got to separate it from the family. You know. Yeah, you give them a new family, a new father figure, and a new set of morals. This is all sleep deprivation. This is cult one hundred and one, man. Come man, on. what, have you studied any of this stuff? No, I, I kind of miss that. Someone's day never school. been in a cult. Yeah, someone's never even like reached the level one of Scientology. There's forty five levels. What are you talking about? I missed miss that day at school. I guess I don't know. I've been. I've been. There's a. There's a. Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna plug him because it's a, it's a podcast I absolutely love from comedian Dan Cummins called Time Suck, and he just covers all these different subjects. And one of he does a ton of different cults. And after you listen to, and they're about an hour hour and a half of he'll cover like what happened with these cults. But after you listen to like four or five of them, you realize there is definitely a blueprint that is laid down to start, and it starts with sleep deprivation. That's step one. Forty eight hour sleep deprivation. That's what they do in the Navy too, by the way, in boot camp. <laughs> First forty eight hours, you don't get Wait, to sleep. The military's a cult. It's same you same process. You're breaking them down. Same process. Who? The mindset is 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 beyond me. Who just sits down one day and says, "Hmm, I'm going to have a cult." How do I do that? Oh. Where do you go to learn? Oh, the Children um, of Thunder was great. That guy, that guy, literally went to a. Uh, he was a. He was a, part of the Mormons originally, and he was preached to by his mom that he was uh, gonna. He was uh, you know the Messiah. Right. So when it, like things weren't working for him, he got mad, and he got <laughs> he got married, and he told a, a marriage counselor with his wife right there that his plan was to get together like a hundred chicks, and he was gonna sleep with them four or five times. He was gonna narrow it down to about thirty five. And the 35, they were going to write up contracts. This is, this is what he wanted to do. They were going to write up contracts to sleep with him exclusively until he could narrow it down to eight best females. And then they were going to sign a deal to sleep with him for so many years. And then in the meantime, he was going to get like Brazilian ninja uh, assassins. This, is all, this guy. Why would they sign a contract? He, he apparently thought, well, he was the Messiah. Like, he can lay it down. Jesus can lay it well, down. You're just going to lay out a contract that says you have to exclusively sleep with me. No compensation. <laughs> he, here's the funny thing. We talked, we, we, we had a radio show uh, a couple of years ago. We talked about this. Uh, where we did a segment called uh, Love Stinks. Yeah. And, and it was, I was online dating at the time, and there was a young lady that I was talking to, which I set up to oh, yeah. for a I first date. I remember that story, yeah. And, and, and she says, well, you seem to be all right. Like, I always establish right away that I've never murdered anyone. That's the first <laughs> message I send. Like, by the way, I don't, like, kill people for pleasure. Just so we're good. We got that out of the way. That's good. So, as she said, so I said, she goes, well, the last guy, uh, when we were at dinner, she goes, the last guy sent me uh, instructions on how to behave around him. And I was like, what? And then she goes, yeah, I think I still have it. She pulled it up, and it was a three-page PDF email he sent her called titled The Rules for Dating Daddy. And they were like, they were like, uh, baby will walk 
Two feet behind Daddy oh, all the time. Wait, wait, she went out with this guy no. after getting no, no, the no, email? No, 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 no. She he sent her the email, and she never went out with him. But I, I, I was telling Rusty, I said, my attitude changed. I was like, what kind of psychopath? But then I thought, you know what? If you do have some sort of weird freaking list, like I eat with my feet at the table, <laughs> I guess it's better to get it out there right off the bat, and she can look over the contract and go, you know what? I'm okay with this. I don't mind. I don't mind ordering dinner second. Yeah, it's like what what date do you bring up your convicted felon? You That's know? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, should I just let you know in the first message? Yeah, because well, uh, had the, the I had another one. one yeah, yeah, where where she had she put on her profile no felons, and he gets like <laughs> she specifically yeah yeah, yeah no yeah. felons. And there's probably a reason. What about misdemeanors? <laughs> she didn't care about misdemeanors. She's Polish. Like it was like it's okay. Like Polish is like subhuman anyway. What if my felony was seven years ago? Is there a... no? Yeah, statute limitations. It like, is it, isn't that what like job apps? Have you been convicted of a felony in the past seven years? Well, do you have any tribal no. tattoos? Do you have any tribal tattoos? Was that a rule too? No, that's a bonus. You can you can shave a couple of years off the felony if that's so. Well, there, the there are a couple question would have you'd have to answer uh, convicted or well there are a couple <laughs> there are a couple of messages in and then he says oh I'm I mean sorry. I've been arrested but I'm I bailed out you okay? know there were the, there was <laughs> yeah. a misunderstanding about all those bodies in my basement but it was cleared the up the charges are still pending <laughs> yeah, so officially uh, no yeah. you know and the, the, the mailman there for a couple of years looks pretty shady in that neighborhood and he moved to New Orleans and I. You know, I got my own suspicions. Uh, he was putting them in my basement. It wasn't yeah, me. That was it. So, so she goes. So he says, "Oh, I'm sorry. I just noticed the felony thing. So we probably can't talk." And then, of course, she's like, "Well, I was enjoying." Now he's like, "He's like, he's he's got his own business going." And she, so she's like, yeah. "Well, what would you do?" And he goes, "Well, I served four years because I robbed five banks." <laughs> I I mean, that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. I was going to say, you you should have got his address and said, hey, I got a business opportunity for you here. That's what I go, so did you talk to him? She goes, no. And I go, can I have his number? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to talk to this guy. Of crimes you've been, like, you can be convicted of robbing a bank. It doesn't seem. No, and like I I said. I don't care about that. And he had done, he'd done one, and he was, he was, got away with it, like, so well that he hit, like, three in the next three weeks <laughs> he was like this is easy they just hand it to me <laughs> i worked with a guy who uh, robbed a bank and got caught uh he got 750 dollars the teller gave him he was found two days later in the next city over his car parked outside of a hotel and his car was a bright Neon orange painted Dodge Charger, and he, and he went into the hotel. And so he was like, like, there's one of these cars right yeah. next to the sound where you just robbed a yeah. bank. You're like you made it next door. That's and then, it. And then he went to the hotel and he was like, "Give me seven hundred fifty dollars in credit. <laughs> I'm be here all week. <laughs> Let me know when that's dry. Let yeah. me know when that's dry." The police uh, just called his hotel room and negotiated his surrender. <laughs> They're just like, "Yeah, dude, we're outside. Like, uh, you're gonna have to come out." I was gonna say, "Hey, idiot, your pizza's not coming, but I've got a twelve gauge, so you can step on out." Yeah, we actually noticed the bright orange car just parked here. It's weird. Well, so the funny thing is, is uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how much money he would have gotten away with, but he, he clearly, like I said, he was very successful with it. And I gotta, I gotta respect anybody. With the balls to go rob a bank. The odds that you get away with it is, are is, actually over fifty percent. Really? Yeah. yeah, they are pretty good. Like, like I knew a guy. It's that, a little over fifty percent of bank robberies have uh, 
like since the beginning of keeping crime stats are unsolved to this day. Yeah, but I feel like those. Uh, but there was a there was an era of bank robberies going on. Oh, yeah. that aren't those during the Dillinger yeah. and Bonnie yeah. Clyde. And I feel like the proportion of those getting away with it compared to now are different. Like I feel I like they know. did a lot of bank robberies back then. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, that was the age of the bank robbers. I knew a guy in my hometown that broke into a liquor store and stayed there and got drunk. Okay, I've heard of that before. Yeah, when they busted him, he was just passed out behind the counter. See, but listening to you two guys, I'm beginning to think that bank robbing is much more common in everyday life than I thought it was. You, you never I, robbed a bank? I never. Not only that, I don't. I never worked with anybody who robbed a bank, and I never. I don't know anything about bank robbery. Well, all you really need is a note. You don't even need a gun. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's what I mean. They just give it to you. How do you have such first-hand knowledge? They just give it to you. Hey, I've seen the HR video. I've done research. They're instructed to hand it over. All 750 marked bills. Sure. I collect marked bills. Is that the excuse? Can I get one of those dye packs also, please? (laughs) Make Uh, sure there's a dye pack in there. I'm not getting cheated. It was a a movie back in the day uh, uh, where a lady had trained... A guy had trained, uh, I think it was a pair, but they trained a bunch of Dobermans to rob the bank. And they were using dog whistles, different dog whistles at different times. This was an actual this, movie? Yeah, it was a movie back in like the 70s. The, the, the Doberman Gang, I believe it was called. Man, you guys. That, is, that is pretty crazy. I was just thinking about dye packs. Like, yeah. No, we'd rather just destroy this money than let it be used by someone who took it. <laughs> like this person that was in a situation where they felt they had to commit a felony. No, we'll just destroy the money too. It's called uh, what's a slash it's, and burn? It's so unimportant. We will destroy it as you're fleeing. That's because <laughs> apparently all Russian, all, all banks are tied to Russia because that's their policy or everything. We will see it burn before we give it to you. That, that's that's what that's what we do here it's insane to me like it's so important we have to protect it make it a crime to steal it but if you do steal it we'll just destroy it it's not (laughs) well they can print new though that's the difference if you've got the money well you can destroy everybody you think every time a die pack goes off we call the federal reserve and it was like four tens six twenties and three ones no unfortunately i think send those to my bank now please now unfortunately i think the federal reserve never stops printing the money which makes it a little more useless every day, but now we're getting into conspiracy. Which is why it shouldn't be a crime to steal it. There you go. <laughs> it's just paper. What's they say about the diamonds? If people knew how common they were. They'd be worthless. They'd be worthless. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they, like that. De Beers just has a bunch of diamonds they don't release. They yeah. just like they, they buy have a the, stockhold of diamonds. They buy the biggest stuff. And then the they're just stuff, like, oh, there's only don't. this many diamonds that exist in the and world they, until yeah. we release what we have. And they don't release it. They control the supply, so they control the value. So they make it sound like it's a lot, a lot more of a rare item than it is. It, yeah, diamonds are worth about the same much as glass if we had access or to coal. the diamonds that have been mined. Are, are you sure this isn't something that oh, you no. heard on the internet? No. Or? But I did find some fascinating things. I out. didn't research this one bit. Yeah. This is just, <laughs> I like to take I like to take uh, Hollywood headlines or newspaper headlines and just go with my gut feeling on them. Okay, I'm really good at it. That makes sense. I was My t- Illuminati group talked about this last <laughs> week, and they I, uh, told me. I'm on a Facebook group called Paddy Wagon, and we um, we discuss uh, how the lizard overlords are. 12% of America believes that lizard, lizard or- overlords. 12%. 
so that means that there's a good chance one of us that you're sitting in the room <laughs> with a reptilian. That one of us believes. <laughs> no, that one of us is. Good chance. No, that's good a, chance. That's, you got to be. We have to have wealth and influence, and this is not oh, the yeah, room for that. No, that's not the room for this. No, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> we're the guys getting drinks for them, <laughs> dancing on stage. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> Everybody having a good time tonight? Hey, where, where are you from? Well, I got to tell you, I, get, I appreciate you guys joining us. Um, we're going to be following this up with uh, uh, another greatest hits of uh, Coffee with Dean. Yeah, because we got to go have some edibles. I know we got to we got to work on this. <laughs> I was going to take some of that edible acid I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Rusty needs in his life. I, oh, I, yeah. I kind of want to take or, the acid and go to work one day just to see or if she, I can make it the whole day. I used to make it through school, no problem. That would work. But I didn't get any uh, grades that day. And then, that you know of. And I'd be like, Mr. Truman? He's like, my name is Mr. Wilson. Mr. Truman, uh, I, I object. I expect us to learn with all those snakes coming out of that hole in the wall. You gotta uh, stop them. Your chalk keeps melting. <laughs> I really, uh, I think uh, the dry erase board. Maybe what's going for right now? Oh, Can I have a hall God. pass, <laughs> Mister Truman? Stop calling me Truman. He's reliving a very tragic moment. It is. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Just light me at five. Coming up next, it's a light me at five flashback. Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five flashback. Welcome in. It's kind of a unique uh, unique situation here today. I, I was thinking about coming up with a new theme song. Where are you? you? Know, something, something kind of light and peppy. Something like Anthony Rizzo's walk-up music? No, I was thinking about one of, you know, like... Uh, and welcome to Coffee with Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> now here's, here's Dean Coffee. We got a we got a guest in the studio today. Now, Coffee's been with us before. Well, we, we got with us today. We got Coffee Black. Um, he's been with us before, but we did it over the phone, and uh, we had a really good time uh, with, with with him. So we we wanted to get him in studio as soon as we were able to, and uh, we could do it safely. So <laughs> so here we are. Now, you better safely because of coronavirus, or just safely because of it's twenty twenty. Okay, you all know right, what I mean. All right, all right, like all right. Uh, we got double hurricanes. <laughs> Yeah, man. yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's my point exactly. Yeah, man. It's, it's, we got climate issues, social climate issues. I we told got... I told Rusty, I said, man, murder hornets didn't even make a blimp on the radar. Yeah, People were like, what else you got? Nah, man. A hornet? The murder hornet? Like at the twenties? Uh oh, like, dude, man, listen. Okay, was was uh Pharaoh? Pharaoh will have a hard time right now coming up like like oh you guys you guys talking about plagues hold my beer. Like he'd have a hard like dude, hang on to your beer. Like hang on to your beer, Pharaoh. Like you You know that's you had locusts. You know what? You know what's funny? We had locusts. Like Vegas had locusts. You are one hundred percent. Wait a minute. Vegas had a a downpour of locusts. 
like we <laughs> understand what people have. Been all of through. all of California is on fire. <laughs> Always, yes. all of it. Yes. There's not a part that's. I don't think it is. It's not. Yeah, from the trees to loins. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There's part of the water's burning. I think out uh. there. And and now we got lo- we had locusts. We had locusts now. I want to know who's been digging. Somebody's unearthed something. <laughs> Dude, listen, I saw a post. Uh, I don't even know if it was true or not. But it was just funny. And it was like it was like some fake. I'm saying it's fake. I don't know if it's fake. I'm trying to be responsible. Right. Well, that's good. Right. That's <laughs> right. good. I'm trying to be responsible. Yeah. Uh, but it was a post about some scientists, like I don't know, finding like some underground like cave and door to like a world or something like this year and it was so funny because somebody highlighted one of the comments underneath the article and said it, it was funny because it wasn't a black dude like, it, was, it was absolutely something that somebody black would say it said ayo fam close that door up this ain't the this year. This ain't the year. This ain't the year, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, yo, homie, <laughs> you're my man. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It was tighten like, that up. This ain't the yeah. Tighten that Just up. Go ahead right now. Like, we'll, 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 we'll revisit this in January. Come on, bro. like, man. Bro. I was just telling him when I saw today that says a uh, guy walked into the bar and says, "Can I get a Corona and two Hurricanes?" And the bartender was like, "Would well, that be 2020?" yeah yeah i mean i just saw that i i tried to lead with that uh when i was hosting uh, a show recently on friday i was like i was like oh let me go anytime i hope like being a host uh, like a comedy show is always for me it's fun like you can have it like set up but then you know you're not totally tailored to a specific content I, I hosted the week before at another show outdoors, and by the time I was done, I was sick to my stomach. I had a headache. <laughs> oh, I was like in a nervous sweat. <laughs> like hosting is, I I get stressed. Really? I get stressed. I get really? real because I'm I'm freaking out about times and transitions and. Uh, yeah. Oh no, man! It's yeah. simple, it, I mean, you 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 have a radio show. It's it's the same. It's See, it, I'm on his side. There's not, there's not a sea of people looking at you right now. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter because you're you're not once you know you're a professional, so you know who's on the show, you know the order of the show, you know how much time everybody's doing. So it's okay, I'm gonna do three to five minutes to get it jumped off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe seven. Right? Right. And maybe give a nice intro and then you just bring them out and you bring them out with as much energy. The whole thing about the host is you having your energy to be able to, yeah. go, to get yeah, them, to get them going. That's yeah. it. So you could, whatever you feel you need to do to get them up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, and, and I'm not saying it hosting is easy because I spent all of yesterday with anxiety attacks and, <laughs> <laughs> and exhausted, but not being able to go to sleep and watching, uh, reruns of suits on on Prime, so right. trying to in, invoke my inner Harvey Specter. Well, I think part of it part of it for me though is that I like my biggest area of my game, which I would like to improve, is crowd work. Like I would like to introduce. Ultimately, I'd like to do ten to fifteen percent of my total set would be crowd crowd work, and I I dabble in crowd work, but I I don't wade in at all because that's it's, 
can be dangerous at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a learning curve, right? So yeah. when you when you're first wading in, I mean, the sharks outnumber you. I, I know comics that do. I mean, but they're good though. I mean, you talking about like crowd work? I mean, the it's a lot. Yeah, but, like um, relatively mainstream comic now who did a whole special with crowd work is Andrew Schultz. Schultz, yeah, he did a he did and, a crowd work special. It's available on Netflix, or, uh, on YouTube. Yeah, and I, I mean, like that was like phenomenal. And then I, when you talk to people, often, yeah, sometimes yeah. like I can't ignore certain things. And then even like if I'm in a bit, like I learned a way to. The first time it happened to me, I did crowd work. I got thrown off by her answer. I I thought I led her in my crowd work. I had yeah. set up on purpose yeah. to one specific answer, and it's going to go like this. This was in my head, right. and she threw me completely off, and it threw off my whole set. I had nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody was like, dude, you want to do that, you got to have a response for yeah. both. Yeah, you got to have, you got to have, I always you tell. You just got to be quick with it. If, yeah. if you're not quick with it, and I wasn't at the time quick with it enough because I was very structured. I'm saying this, I'm saying this, I'm saying this. They're going to reply with this, and yeah. then I'm going to come back. <laughs> yeah, that's what, see, when some, like I'd say 75% of my my reaction, my, my work with crowd is straight up. Hey, have you, it's a yes or a no. Yeah. And, and then yeah, I already know which see, way I'm going to go. You got to go par, man. Sometimes you got to be par. I tell people that there's nothing wrong with par. Nothing wrong with it at all. Okay. Well, you know, nothing I, wrong with going when par. I, when I was at Helium, that was the, I, I kind of veered off, and that was one of the I got the best crowd reactions. Is was when I started messing with a guy in the front you, you, row. You got to every now and again. It's always good to just well some some guys in a crowd draw or or ladies draw you, yeah. Like rather whether it would be. They're, the way they're smiling or laughing, well, they're laughing can do it a lot. Yeah, if you got somebody with an oddball laugh, it just draws. Oh yeah, attention. I get that all the time. I had you got an actually, oddball laugh. Yeah, I had him actually call me uh, call me out on uh, at Second City show one time. <laughs> guy says, you know, I wish we could do this all the time. He said, I wish this guy could be in our audience every night. <laughs> Oh, and, that's yeah, always great, you know, and I'm but like, that's good though. That is good. That is so good. Yeah, because you, you got somebody everything. that's enjoying. It. Yeah, yeah. that's guess. different than the like the oddball one. That's oh, that's that sounds, almost yeah. a heckle, and they're not trying, but they just have such a uh, such a, a, a you know unique laugh that stands out, yeah. and then they draw you. It's you hear the number. laughs. Yeah, I uh, yeah individual on stage? sometimes it depends the room too. Like the the drop is a real small intimate room. The market lounge is pretty intimate. Like you're pretty close. Like even with the like they've they've taken out half the tables and whatnot, so they're they're at a, they're at half capacity. Like everybody's running, but uh, I've been in there when it's full capacity. And both of them, they're still you still feel an right. intimacy. Yeah. The ceiling's low. I mean that's a key to me is the ceiling being low. Uh, I've been to the rooms where they have got the big vaulted ceilings, and and you definitely lose it there. I can't hear any kind of crowd response. Uh, hardly ever hear laughs really if if at all it's very difficult for me to hit a laugh really i'm so into my head when i'm on stage yeah, i could i could believe it. i'm, yeah. I'm I, the people are like well how do you know when you you're breaking your timing so it's not like I, it's not reg like i'm okay i know i know when a set's going bad yeah <laughs> right i know when one's well you can still see smiles yeah i can still yeah. see smiles and i can see the reactions and like uh when they opened up the market that was like one of the first weekends. I was like, because I, you get that laugh break, yeah, where you get the the, the, the applause break. Yeah. The applause break is great. Yeah, it's just just it's just a, a shot of 
don't know. But not even adrenaline. It's like emotional cocaine. Oh, yeah, it just I, makes I, you I feel agree. good. Yeah. Or yeah. like a hug. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like it's a like, hug. Yeah, it's, it's like hug. you know what? Like that. I, I don't care how the rest. Of, like like doesn't matter. I got an applause break. Made my night. Yeah, right we're there. we're yeah. riding with you. We're yeah. we're on. We we you got them. Yeah. And so when you when you get that, it's like okay, and you 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 grit locked in. It's like all right, here we go. And see, that gives you a chance to play that a little bit too. I mean, give a yeah. funny, funny face or react to their yeah. reaction. Yeah, to react you to their reaction. And, and yeah. it just brings them in closer. Yeah, it brings them in yeah. closer. And it feels good. It's a hug. Yeah. And, and it's one of the things that, like, another little aspect that I'm working on personally is I, I come with a lot of energy. So I'm trying to learn the pause, right? Because a yeah. lot of oh, comedians yeah. can yeah. use yeah. it mm-hmm. to such Absolutely. an effect. Yeah. And, and I start having a panic attack about four seconds into silence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it, oh, when, when, when you believe they're supposed to laugh? Or just, just me not talking. Like, like instead of, I need to. You're not speaking. Yeah, I need to. I need Because there's a couple of, of bits I have where I need to use the pause. And I know if I, if I let it linger for like another three seconds, it'll, it'll make a more of an effect. But I can't help it. I'll get a couple seconds in and I start panic attacking that there's no noise coming out. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> See, I, the best director I ever had told me you can say more with silence than you do talking. You know, yeah. I just I, so I, I recently, in the past like six months, adopted that. Uh, I mean, I had the quarantine to help, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I I just I I forgot who I was listening to that was like silence is not always a bad thing. No, because no. that means that. There's a good chance that they're paying attention and you grab them. You might have said something that you thought was funny, but their silence could be that they're listening oh, and they're yeah. inter- it was interesting to them. Yeah. So now you can keep on going. And then sometimes you hitting them with silence after you throw a punch. Yeah. Can be it it will feel awkward at first, but it's almost like you're pushed them through the fourth wall like I'm going to sit here yeah, and I'm not gonna say anything until yeah. you get it. I'm not gonna say, "Yo, I'm not saying anything else until you guys get that last joke." Yeah. No, you just sit there and you. But it it, it it's so it's so satisfying. So yeah. I I have a bit. It's one of my favorite jokes. It's a it's I call it Netflix, and the end of it is completely out of left field. So I do this. It's a it takes a minute and a half build up to the end, and I come out of left field, and then as soon as I say it, I just sit dead silence and I stare at the crowd, and and inevitably. 90% of the women in the room get it, and about 15% of the men get it. Mm-hmm. And so there's the look of the men's face. The women immediately give a gasp and start and start laughing. And then I and then I, I let that pause hang, and that's where I need to learn to let it hang a little longer. And then I, I kind of point out the what the point of that joke is, and then it dawns on the men, and the women just start roaring because they realize half the room didn't get it. And it and it's room after room, crowd after crowd. That's it works that way every time. And I love that pause. I just need to I just need to have a little more self discipline to let the thing stretch out. One you know, day you'll you'll get the crowd from hell that just doesn't laugh at all. Oh, well, we've all been there. Or I mean, but on that bit, yeah, you, you're saying people are picking up on it every time. There's going to be that one night when you got crickets for as long. That's always yeah. that's always jarring. Yeah. That's always oh jarring. Yeah, when 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 yeah. you've been running, when you a know it's a good one, and yeah. it's a good one, and yeah. it works all the time. Yeah, and you get one crowd where like, okay, I know all you guys didn't travel together. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you didn't. You're not the entire troll group like from Facebook. Ninety percent of the audiences that I've done this joke in front of, which totals in about like 
somewhere around 736 people approve of this. I've somehow managed to come into a region in which, yeah. on this night, you 100 to 200, 2,000 some odd individuals decided on one accord that this was not friendly for yeah. your own individual houses. Like, yo, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you'd be like, ah. Oh. That's where the, uh, is this thing on? Yeah, that's where that came in. Well, once in a while, I'll throw it out there. I'll be like, that that was a good joke. I saw saw a dude on stage one time. I saw a dude. I was in Chicago. It was a showcase. And uh, I walk in. It's nothing worse than being a comic and you're running late, number one. That's unprofessional. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk in, but mind you, it it wasn't technically all my fault. It was raining. The show had got bumped back. It was supposed to be canceled. God was involved. I'm not saying Water any names. Poured from the sky. It wasn't entirely all my fault. We haven't invented anything to help me with this predicament of yeah, water like, falling from the sky. Yes, like I mean, what was my fault was that. When I did decide to do it, in which I shouldn't have, like they even gave me an out, like they gave me a free out. Like, he's like, "Look, man, hey, I understand. Show got pushed. The show got pushed back like two and a half hours. That, that's significant too. If that's you're driving, significant you amount of time. If you come forty five minutes, two and a half hours, yeah. two and a half hours yeah. pushback. You know what I mean? Like that's so I had. What was it out. at Wrigley Field? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Rain I, delay. I won't. I, you know what? I don't even remember the name of the venue. I won't even say who. Uh, I, I won't do that. But it was, you, it wasn't but, their fault. They. The, but the, you went anyway. Yeah, I went anyway. I because I don't know. I'm kind of like a, I'm a big camaraderie, big com, camaraderie guy, big teammate guy. Yeah. Like big, big on. I feel a major obligation. Yeah, I, even if it's a free obligation. show, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. I, There's I, crowds coming. Like yeah, I, yeah. And when I'm on a lineup, like that's yeah. that's the lineup, that's my team. Yep. I'm, saying, I'm a big team oriented guy. Yeah. We going down with the ship. So all <laughs> yeah. right. They screwed you on a deal. Cool. Here I come. Yo, I'm rocking with you. We going down with So I did that, right? I'm like, right. all right, I'm going out. It starts to rain. <laughs> it's the dark. I gotta take the toll road into the city. At the time I'm driving a ninety five Saturn. <laughs> With no windshield, like I have windshield wipers, but they're not working. Like, like, like the control arm broke on them, and I'm, uh, I've got a squeegee I stole from the gas station, and I would, I, I, I know that. Okay, if I, dr- I've figured this out over the course of this like year. If I drive at a certain rate of speed, depending upon the the the. The ferocity of the downpour. I can create like a clear wall of water in which I can see rather far. Like like I can see the road indicators. So I know I'm inside the line. Like I'm risking it all. I got two words for you. Rain X. Save your life in that. I know. I know and for and do for like three dollars. I just never bought Rain X. I just never bought it. I was irresponsible. Bro. I used to run an autism. People come in all the time, be like, "My wires are broke, but they can't afford the part." And I'd be like, "Let me tell you something. For three dollars, you get that Rain-X right there. I'm gonna show you how to use it. You don't, you don't even need wipers." You know what? That's true, though. 
I, I've I only have experienced Rainex. Like watching a demonstration of yeah, Rainex yeah, in yeah, front of me yeah. like one time in my yeah. life. I was actually coming back from Fort Wayne. It was a nice little club out there we used to go to called Pierre's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know Pierre's. Been yeah. There. yeah. Been there. Um, oh, Pierre's had like five clubs built yeah. into one. <laughs> yes, it was. It yeah. was a compound of just yes. filth. Yeah. Oh, Decadence. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh. Fort Wayne. <laughs> And a park shared a parking lot with Snickers. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, my place. Yeah, yes. yeah, there you go. Yes, Rusty, you was in there getting it all. You was getting it all. No, no, my wife went in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. We're coming back, and I'm looking at. Well, he's got this avalanche, a Chevy avalanche, sitting in the front, and I'm thinking I'm still hungover, and also under other influence. Right. And I'm like, there's no way this is still affecting me. Like, why are there beads of water on your windshield? <laughs> like, what? This is the oiliest rain ever. So I actually Google oily rain. Like, I'm like, like oily rain, like precipitation. Maybe I shouldn't step grease. outside. Like, this is bad. And I actually, no, I'm like, yo, yo, fam, like, slow down. Slow down, it's slippery out here. Uh, <laughs> like the, the 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 water is it's oil in the water. It brought its brought its own lubricants. <laughs> it brought its own lubricants. The greaser clearly it's WD forty water. Like it, it happening right now, and he's like Flint, Michigan Reservoir <laughs> is pouring on our heads as we speak. And my, uh, my brother in the back, my buddy in the back, he goes, he goes, you know, I wasn't going to say nothing about that. <laughs> just how the hell, uh, <laughs> just, how the, just how the hell is that water doing out on the window, baby? I, I, I'm kind of riding with bro in the front. That's <laughs> my big brother, Mark. Shout out to Marvin Morris. That's, what That's exactly what he said. He was like, you know, I was kind of wondering the same thing, too. Uh, I didn't want to be the one to say nothing. Yeah, I, was just, I was just seatbelting back here with double Clearly, belts. this high, intoxicated <laughs> dude in the front has stumbled upon something. And then he's like, he's like oh. I, and then he didn't have, like, regular. Like, he didn't do the Rain-X wipe. Right. He had the Rain-X wipers. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. like yeah. you know like you know you yeah. hit it a few times and it the water and I mean it's not like a light drizzle like it's coming down and it is so clear. <laughs> and I'm just I've never stared so intently. I'm telling you when people at a window <laughs> understand oh, yeah. when you yeah. drive you're looking out your window. But how often do you actually look at, <laughs> at the, the window? window. Yeah. Right. I was all in the window like this is some how much are they? It's amazing. That's how I knew I. That was like one of the first steps of me knowing I got older. When I just, as a man, you get older, you just oh. start like being like into like yeah. other yeah. things. Like you find yourself, you stopped at the department store looking at vacuum cleaners, oh going, God, I bet that gets bro. all the dog hair up. Dude, that Dyson, bro. <laughs> the one with the ball, bro. I remember, I, I told somebody, I remember when the, this is, man, that vacuum's been out almost. Long time. 
long time. 16 to 20 yeah. years. Yeah. It's got, I, because I, they weren't selling them in the store. You had to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Off, like, it was like an yeah. infomercial type mm, ordeal. Yep. You had to purchase. I mean, that vacuum and and they have not went down on price. You know, they were like five six hundred bucks then, and the cheapest one you can get now is like four fifty. You know that refer- vacuum. That vacuum will void your carpet warranty. It'll what? It'll void your carpet warranty. How do you know that? I used to, I used to work for Lowe's. <laughs> the Dyson specifically yeah. the Dyson. Yeah, it's it works. Too, that it's good. so strong that, that really? it, it, they'll come over. Like if you're going to warranty your carpet, they'll ask to see your vacuum. It's one of the first things they ask to see. So what you do is you keep a junky old vacuum, <laughs> the one you had before you bought the Dyson. You keep that in the closet, and then you, you use your Dyson. But when they come to check it out, you pull out your junky old one and go, "This is my vacuum." I just you're telling me there's a dude right now. <laughs> With the job of a carpet adjuster, adjuster oh, like yes. an ins- like a carpet insurance and, adjuster, yeah, and comes we, out of the house and let me see your shoes, ma'am. Are you a hard stepper? Do you I mean, but to how do you put that on the back end? Like, okay, so I showed you, I showed you my dirt devil, right? Yeah. I showed you my dirt yeah. devil, and now you've left, and I'm going to vacuum, yeah. uh, with my Dyson now for you the reach, next three years. You reach up to the drop ceiling. And you pull the Dyson out <laughs> oh. next to the AK and the stacks of cocaine. See, now we've, we've just heard, ladies and gentlemen, that for the first time anywhere, the first carpet warranty fraud in yeah. America. Yeah. It's a fraud scheme. It's a fraud scheme. You know what scheme? it does? <laughs> it is. It, it is. It's total fraud. You know what it does? It stinks. What do you mean? What stinks? Oh, no, no. You, uh, you, missed, you missed the transition. You get me going and... Oh. <laughs> It's and then you and he that. hits the rock. See, I thought you got these mistakes out of the way before we started. Mm. See, you got me all involved in I this. He was, all, he was all laughing. I'm not gonna lie, dude. When time. you were like, they send out a dude to look at the carpet. <laughs> I was like, oh man. I used to have to go check out construction work when people would say it, it's whoever is a carpet adjuster. We need to do legitimate. <laughs> federal and state background checks on because i am for sure that they are murdering people (laughs) like every two weeks the same way like that guy's life is god all oh that guy eats liver and onions every sunday at six as he watches like i don't know he drives like a he drives like a dodge Omni, no, not not a bully or Omni, right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. I remember yeah, Omni. Yeah, like it's dude. He's got them plush seats, and and it's like like listen before the pillow top mattress. Yo, Rusty, you know back in the day, like cars like those green, uh, uh not green, but like the Deuce in the quarters and like the Roadmasters. Oh, yeah, they man. had like oh, a yeah. pillow top plush. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Seat. Yeah. yeah. He absolutely that guy absolutely has that. He has Is it the with the with like the the shag carpet inside, but old. Oh yeah, but it had, like yeah. It hasn't. Like, it's got the cigarette burn. um ashtrays. Oh on yeah, the doors. Yeah, the metal ones. The metal the ones. The fancy ones. The fancy ones. You flip yeah. like that's what. But it's in a Dodge. Yeah, <laughs> like all of that in a Dodge. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> oh. Just horrible. Man. We can roll it over to the next one. You're good. You I sure? want to. I yeah. want it. Uh, third time. 
Right. Let's see if we can set it up to, to get to get this, we can get back to that. Like line, see, no, we need we need hand like signals. We need hand signals for things like you know did, when we, when you know. I told him what time. I'm teaching him hand signals. That's true. He, he I was like, I was like, when I do this, okay, right, right, right on. So you want to know how much time was left a week ago? So I held up four fingers. And said, what are you doing? What, what does it mean? <laughs> Fourth four minutes. Four minutes. Fourth quarter is what I thought we were into. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.